Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we want to welcome uh, Caleb Taylor to the program. Kaler, uh, <laughs> Caleb is with the Virginia Public Policy Institute, and uh, uh, Caleb is going to give us a Virginia legislative update. Uh, these folks do great, great work in monitoring what the people we elect to represent us, uh, what they're up to. And uh, Caleb is going to give us the really real deal on what's going on. Welcome to the program, Caleb. Thank you so much for having me, Craig. Yeah, it's it's my pleasure. And uh, so uh, we we have, uh, I've, I've already heard that uh, Medicaid expansion was killed. And uh, would you like to, uh, you know, share uh how that happened, how, how were the uh, Democrats trying to squeeze it in, and uh, how, how we got that good outcome? Well, we've got uh, uh, quite a few bills come through, um, uh, more bills than you can imagine, <laughs> actually. Uh, and, and they didn't just come from the Democratic side. They came from the Repu- Republican side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Some of the more, I guess, moderate Republicans were trying to to come up with kind of a uh, concessionary deal or mm-hmm. expanded Medicaid, but there were limitations on it. But um, you know, it's like I'm going to get her just a little teeny bit pregnant. Yeah, just a lot, just a touch. <laughs> um, and uh, and so there, there's quite a few uh, bills that came through, and and I want to I want to make some. Correction here. I know the Richmond Times Dispatch and some other organizations have said that Medicaid expansion is dead. This is not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the major bills that just uh, pushed Medicaid span was trying to push Medicaid expansion through have died in committee. Mm-hmm. However, there are several more bills that uh, would ultimately equate to Medicaid expansion out there, as well as uh, now there's smaller bills, but there is also budget amendments that have been put into the budget, which would expand Medicaid of about a billion dollars over the years 2019 and 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are things that we're still kind of keeping an eye on. We don't necessarily expect them to get a lot of um, traction. However, you got to keep your eye on it. Yeah, you're um, not only that, Caleb, but we have to have you on more often so that we can shine a light on this because it's that sneaky little quiet one that uh, – you know, people would think is no great big deal. Uh, you know, that's the one that gets the hook in, and once the hook is in, it's it's you know game over. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Now, now that's, Caleb, for uh, for perhaps some of our listening audience that uh, maybe they're new to the really real deal, or maybe they're not firm in their conservatism, their understanding of what it means to be a conservative, and you know, because the left has really done a, a an outstanding, a wickedly great job of demonizing what Republicans stand for, what conservatives stand for. More and more, they demonize what Christians stand for. 
And so when people hear, okay, we want to limit, med, uh, eliminate Medicaid expansion, uh, what the left does is they say to their people, well, you see, didn't I tell you those people were mean? They don't want you to have health care. And th- that's false. So share your take on what it means to be a conservative and what our desire is for the uh, the health care of the citizenry and the relationship between the doctor and the patient. Well, let's 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 start off at the very core, basic belief. Every person out there is an individual. They're not they're 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 part of a family, they're part of a community. All of these things come secondary to they're an individual, and as an individual, they are free. Yes, and this is this is and this is a very important thing that a lot of people don't get. They aren't they aren't free because the government says they're free. They're free because God said they're free. Amen. And that's that's it. There's nothing beyond that. Now, uh, I've had I've had conservatives before, even um, who, you know, and conservatives can get hot too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've had conservatives get <laughs> hot with me and say, you know, the Bill of Rights of the Constitution. That's what that's what provides us with our freedoms. I was like, nope, no, that's not true. It is God Himself that provides you with your freedoms. They need to read the is, Declaration of Independence. That's right, and it is the it is the Bill of Rights that tells the government that it cannot take them from you. Right, right. Um, yeah. And that's interesting. People don't realize that there, there are only two ways you can be harmed as a citizen. A criminal can harm you by violating civil law, and you have police and uh, a legal system to handle that. The only other way than a criminal harming you, your government can harm you. And, and it is this bill. <laughs> yeah, this Bill of Rights says the government cannot, shall not, will not, and must not do X, Y, Z to the citizen. Isn't that a great place to live? <laughs> it is. It is. But it, it, there's a there's always a two sided coin to that to that freedom. Freedom doesn't just come, and suddenly you're free to do anything you want. You want freedom comes with something we call personal responsibility. Yes. So not only are you free, but you're responsible for yourself. Yes. And, yes. And and you must be other people. Your brother, your mother, your father, uh, uh, your neighbor. They are not responsible for you. Right. Now, that does not mean. That does not mean that as uh, as Christians we don't go and we don't help our brother, our neighbor, our mother, our father. Of course we do. But there's a difference between a volunteer transaction where we make a choice to take what we have and give to you to help, like with our charities, et cetera, and so on. There's a difference between that volunteer transaction and the government coming through and saying, well, you're going to do this or else. Yeah. And isn't it more efficient? I mean, throughout human history, it was the churches and it was individuals and it was community organizations that provided all sorts of aid to people in need. And, and at some point in our lives, we're all in need. And so it's, it's not that conservatives are mean or selfish or greedy. It's that it's so efficient to allow people to keep their own money and circulate that throughout the economy because it, it creates so much wealth that the people that perhaps right now do not have a job, there would be more job opportunity if that money were not uh, confiscated by the government 
if that money were allowed to do exactly what you said, Caleb, free exchanges. Well, you're absolutely right. Not only that, but it wouldn't it wouldn't um, cause uh, what we call mutations in in the various markets that the that government likes to get involved. And mm-hmm. this comes back to Medicaid. Right. So before 1965, when somebody was really, really in need of help, uh, a church or a charity came through and helped them, the Salvation Army, uh, you know, all of these organizations would come out to help those people. Did some people fall through the cracks? Absolutely. But just like now. Not, yeah, just like now. Yeah. But it, it, and that's just something that you can't stop. It, it happens. Right. You try your best, but sometimes people fall through the cracks. Yeah. And we're up now, against utopia, which never has existed, never will exist, never can exist. Right. So they sell a picture of a future that they know you cannot have, but the painting that they paint looks better than any reality, no matter how good that reality is. Yeah. And, it, it, but what, what they don't, what most people don't realize is that, you know, the, the painting of the paint, uh, the painting that they've painted looks nice, but the canvas is painted on is rotting. Yeah. And, yeah. and the issue is, is like, again, going back to, to Medicaid and Medicare, um, 1965, it gets passed. What happens immediately thereafter? Healthcare costs skyrocket. Yeah. And they've been trying to get that under control ever since. Since 1965. Yeah. That's, the, that's literally where Was... certificate of need programs came from, national and state. Mm-hmm. That's where the ACA came from, Obamacare came from. They, they, they've been talking about it since 1965. Yeah, it's the Willie <laughs> Sutton principle. They asked Willie Sutton, well, why do you rob banks, Willie? Well, that's where the money is. <laughs> so <laughs> any place the government puts money, whether it's education, uh, you know, K through 12 universities, healthcare, you, you name it. If the, if the government took over food production and put a bunch of money there, there would be a bunch of crony capitalists that would get richer than ever off of. And they would say, well, we're just doing uh, the Lord's work. We're trying to feed people. Did, you know, it's like you say, it's it's a skewed, um, unbalanced situation and so you're never going to get the cost down in education and health care or anything because there's no competition you just show up you you are a provider you get a government hookup from someone in 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 authority and you get rich okay yeah yeah well it, and, and let's and let's correct that uh, uh kind of misinterpretation of what god's work is uh, god's work is not rome coming to tell you to do as Jesus told you to do. Right. That is that is not God's work. No, it's God's you work doing it. Is you doing you making that choice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, every single day, and 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 it's very clear. I think it's I think if I remember correctly, it's Philippians nine seven. I may be wrong. It might be second. second mm-hmm. uh, uh, but we get the point. We we get the okay. point. You're exactly right. And and this and again, the left takes. Uh, Christian faith skews it, and and they will call us, oh, well, you guys, you're all holier than thou, but you don't want to help people. No, that's not true. We do want to help people. As a matter of fact, statistically, it's been proven ever since I've been paying attention that Christians are more in giving. They they give more money. They give more blood. They give more time. And this has just been uh, a fact for my entire life, and it, I'm sure it goes out throughout history. 
final yeah, minute, right, and I'm going to throw this final minute to you, Caleb, uh, 40 seconds now. Run with it. All right, just a, just a quick rundown on what's been going on. A lot of these Medicaid bills have been killed. Really uh, very pleased about that. A lot of the gun control pill, bills have been killed in committee. Um, there is uh, one bill that everyone should look for, HB 310. That is the estate tax bill. They want to tax you again after you died. Be careful of that bill. Be yeah. careful of that bill. Yeah, we're gonna, um, it is still out there in committee right now. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on it. Thank you so much, Caleb. We're going to have to have you on again, brother. These folks, they read thousands of bills just to make sure none of the bad ones sneak through. Thank you so much, Caleb.